if you are listening to this episode, know that this episode is now in a devotional journal. That's right. This episode is now in a devotional journal that was created and inspired by season one of Spirituality Podcast. It was created to catapult you into a new level of connectedness and relationship with God. Each topic, experience, and application is now in written form with pages for you to reflect and journal. Go ahead over to the show notes and grab your copy today. I'll make sure to leave you a personal note and drop a little surprise in too. Enjoy it. You are now tuning in to Spirituality Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Latanya Moore. This is the place where we cover all things related to your spiritual maturity. I'm talking topics, experiences, and application. It's also the place where you can receive practical tips when you are ready to strengthen your relationship with God. Hashtag practical. So you know what? Let's not waste any time. Let's jump right in to today's episode. Hey, 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 come on in. Have a seat at the table. We are on episode 15 of Spirituality Podcast. I can hardly believe that I have been doing this for 15 weeks straight. And it really kind of feels like I'm just getting started. (laughs) So I'm excited that you came along for the journey with me. I'm excited that you decided to, you know, listen and tune in on today. If this is your first time here, you are in for a treat. Go grab your coffee, grab your tea, grab your notebook, because we are about to dive into some things. Okay. I am so ready to talk about this topic because it is something that all of us, well, most of us deal with. I really do kind of want to say all of us, but fear, fear, y'all, this four letter word fear. And as God began to talk to me about fear, you know, all week long, I just continued to get example after example after example, right? From my own experience and um, maybe some experiences of others and was just kind of, you know, going through my head. What are some of the things that I've done to really combat this thing, right? But I'm so glad that he's allowed me to talk about fear for this episode because fear is like the monster that like rears its head, you know, like poking in from time to time, right? Um, As I talk about fear, I really want to talk about it from an angle of addressing fear because I realized that it takes a lot to overcome it, though we need to. But I realized that, you know, there are some some baby steps that need to happen first. Can I just say that fear is a spirit? Is everybody comfortable using that kind of terminology? Because then I know some people don't like talking about spirits, good spirits, bad spirits, demons, things of that nature. But fear is a spirit. It's a spirit. 
in the same way that we talk about needing deliverance from some other things that, you know, can really be easily identified or easily uh, recognizable. You know, fear is also a spirit that we need to be delivered from. Right. And fear is fear is a, a nasty spirit, too, because it is a paralyzing spirit. Like it can keep you stuck in cycles like cycles. <laughs> That's all just started playing in my head. I mean, fear is so paralyzing that it literally alters your body, your physical body, your physical health. Because that anxiousness, that anxiety that literally lives within you, that increases your cortisol in your body begins to shift how your body functions, right? A healthy dose of cortisol is really good because that means you have your fight, flight or freeze response. Hence my therapy brain coming out here. (laughs) But too much cortisol means that instead of your body figuring out what to do when it sees a bear, It's like living with the bear. And it means that your cortisol levels are always up. And if that's the case, we're living in fear too much, which means that that leads to things like heart disease and, you know, things of that nature, Um, diabetes, um, early death, stroke, that kind of stress causes physical changes in your bodies. So fear causes stress, right? Fear is stress. So We have to do something about this like ASAP. If we don't learn how to really step outside of fear and really start to combat fear with faith, then, you know, we'll be in these positions where it feels like we cannot move forward. Right. So how in the world do we combat fear? Well, I know most of you have heard the scripture, 2 Timothy 1 and 7, the King James Version says, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. You know, as I even, you know, jotted this scripture down for this episode, the one thing that stood out to me in this scripture is that God hath not given. If God didn't give it, then who did? (laughs) Where did it come from? Return this thing to sender because I don't want it. Okay. If God didn't give it to us, I don't want it. So that is like the main thing that started to stand out to me as I continue to just kind of meditate on this scripture almost is that God didn't, didn't send it. He hasn't given it to us. And so really, you know, that's just eye opening right there because if he didn't send it, if he hasn't given it to us, then why do we want it? Why are we taking this thing on? It has to go. But I know that it's something that we continuously, you know, deal with as a as a human race. Right. Um, For me personally, dealing with fear, addressing fear has not been a one and done type of thing at all. It's like fear kind of continues to creep up, you know, and it's something that I consistently pray about when it comes up. So even, you know, when it came to starting this podcast, Right. So he gave me the vision of the podcast and then I and I saw myself there. I saw myself in it. I saw what I needed to do, but I still waited a while. Right. It's that procrastination like, oh, I man, I need to I need to do this, but I'm scared. I'm fearful or, 
you know, times where I would say it to people, right, to try to hold myself accountable and say, man, that's why I need to start the podcast or that's why I need to do what God told me to do. But then somehow I'm coming home and I'm not doing, you know, what he's told me to do. I'm like pushing it off or saying, oh, I need this first or I need that first. Like, no, they don't. That's all fear, all fear. Fear can even come or show up or manifest as intimidation, right? That's, that's a part of fear. Um, I've noticed a lot too that, you know, whether it's for myself and for other people that sometimes that is a direct result of comparison, not necessarily comparing yourself to your inner circle or things of that nature, but, you know, let's just say you want to have an event and, you know, you're thinking about what other people had raise his hand. Let's just say you want to do something, but you're thinking about what other people have done and what their product look like or comparing what you can do to what they can do. Not knowing or not realizing that your oil is different. Okay. Your oil is different. It produces shinier things. What I realized too, is that it comes at different places in different places and spaces and even in different intervals as you're working on something. Right. So you know, it started with, you know, I'm fearful to actually start the podcast and then I get over that piece. And now sometimes it's all oh, man, you know, I'm fearful to reach out to someone or I'm fearful to, you know, reach out to the sponsor um, to see if they're if they're willing to partner with me. Right. When God has already showed me that that's what I'm supposed to do. So when I say it's ongoing, I mean that it is something that, you know, can continue to creep up. So that means we should always be, you know, finding ways to address it, finding ways to combat it. Right. I also just want to say here that because it is paralyzing, because it is a paralyzing spirit, it causes you to be stuck. And there is nothing worse than being in a place where you're not sure exactly where you're going to go next with, you know, your career, your relationship, you know, a business, um, you know, anything because you are literally holding on to fear. Right. And it, and it keeps you stuck. And so that is why I think that it's just so important to address this topic because God has not given it to us. It does not belong here. And so we have to find ways to overcome it, right? Y'all, we have to treat fear like it is the enemy that it is. I'm talking about going to war with this thing, going to war when something creeps up in your mind, going to war when you know that you're supposed to be starting something and you haven't yet, going to war when you don't know what might come next and you're you know, afraid, going to war. I'm talking about fighting these things, them hands, bring out the hands because now it's the time to do that. When you are fighting fear, it literally has to be a fight. That means you get ready, you get prepped. Because fear is a spirit, I treat it as such. So for me, um, I actually, I actually received a prophetic word uh, last year sometime that I had a deliverance ministry in me. And I was like, what? Um, it was interesting because I felt like I had been delivering people in my prayers. I felt like I could 
pray for someone and a, and something would come up and I would go into like war with that thing. I mean, fighting um, to the point where sometimes it felt like, you know, I was going to vomit or it felt like um, I was fighting with something that was stronger, stronger than me. Or, you know, it felt like a physical fight um, often on someone else's behalf. And so I started to um, get really, really rooted in deliverance, right? And reading about deliverance, because if this was happening in my prayers, I, I needed to be spiritually stronger. And so in some of my studies, what I realized is that I started to see a pattern of, um, of deliverance or how deliverance is performed. And I coined kind of my three R's in order to deliver. And so because I think of fear as a spirit, I think of it when I, you know, address fear, I think of it as something that I need to use the three R's on, right? Um, at some point I am going to do a whole episode on deliverance. And so that is going to be really, really fun, (laughs) But for now, I just want to tell you a little bit more about something that I do in order to combat fear. So one of the things that I've learned through deliverance and through just reading more about deliverance is that there are three, these three R's. And so the first is recognize it. The second is remove it. And the third is replace it. And that is how I kind of remember in my head what to do while I'm in prayer for someone and, um, and they need deliverance. So the first is recognize it. All right. Recognize it means calling it by name. If it's fear, call it fear. If it's intimidation, call it intimidation, whatever it is, recognize it, right? So call it by its name. The second step is to remove it. So this is normally when I'll say things like, you know, I remove it, I rebuke it, I pull it out, I annihilate it, I, you know, I break it. So I go into this process where I'm literally like removing something from myself if I'm dealing with fear. And then I replace it. So I replace it with faith, right? If you're pulling fear out, then I replace it with faith. And so I begin to replace it with all the things that I know um, of God. Right. So you can replace it with a sound mind, things of that nature. So you can replace it. So this is all really happening in prayer when I kind of go through these three R's. And then I get to a place where whatever I have replaced it with, I start to focus on. I start to focus on that thing. So if I have replaced it with faith, then I set my eyes on faith. I begin to read scriptures about faith. I begin to read up on faith. I really love the way Tony Evans talks about faith, especially in his commentary Bible. He talks about faith and that divine power and he explains it so well. Actually, I'm just going to read how he explains it word for word. So Tony Evans says that through faith in Jesus, you have access to divine power. It's like having a contract with the electric company. We all need our utilities, don't we? (laughs) Since you have a legal relationship with them, they provide you with electricity. Nevertheless, you must access the power yourself by flipping the light switch. 
I love how he talks about faith because if we think about it that way and we're combating fear, we're addressing fear, we're in contract with Jesus, right? So we have faith, but it's a matter of flipping on our power. So this is a place when we are combating fear, where we have to realize that fear cannot have us because we hold the power. <laughs> we hold the power. And because of that, we have to flip on our faith switch. I love that. Okay. I love it because I feel like, you know, oftentimes we'll go a while, like days, months, even, you know, sometimes even years with holding on to something or holding on to thoughts or holding on to things that we are fearful about or fearful of, you know, to step out into and not realizing that we hold the power. Like literally all we have to do is flip on the faith switch. Okay. So I am so excited about our guest for today because she loves to talk about combating fear and how to do so and some things that she has utilized to overcome fear and walk in a place of confidence. So let's jump right in. Natalia McNeil is a certified confidence coach who is also the host of the Whole Black Woman podcast. Natalia has been divinely ordered to teach and support women as they work through fear and other limiting behaviors to live life as their most confident self. Natalia is passionate about bringing women together to build an authentic community of women of color where the focus is in building and sustaining a sisterhood. So Natalia, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me, Latanya. I'm so excited to be on with you today. You are so welcome. Oh my gosh, uh, you dropped in my spirit <laughs> as I began <laughs> to really um, think about fear and how to address fear. And I thought, who else than Natalia who talks about, you know, overcoming fear um, through confidence and confidence coaching. <laughs> so I just wanted to have you on. So I'm so excited about what's about to go down. Me too. I'm very excited. And I'm just appreciative of this time to share uh, what God is going to reveal during our time. Yes, today. let's do it. So we are talking all things fear on the podcast today. And we know that there's a lot to address, right? Um, how would you define fear? So when I go with my clients and I define fear, I let them know that it's really that it, the emotional response that we have to what has been identified as a self-perceived threat. Um, so for us, this emotional response that comes up for us, that has us where we're feeling uneasy, not certain about what's going on and something that we say, okay, that's a threat to us. And the reason why I use self-perceived threat is because it may be something that's not in actuality a threat, but it's something that we have identified that is going to cause us some type of danger, um, some type of harm. Wow. <laughs> Already? Okay, you're dropping gems. Self-perceived threat. Ooh, mm -hmm. It's all in our minds, y'all. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's all in our minds. Okay. That is a wonderful definition, um, especially when you say emotional response, because you're right. You know, one of the things that I mentioned earlier is that fear oftentimes causes responses in our bodies, like our physical bodies, and we can feel that. So I love the way that it's defined. That's good. Thank you. So if you think about your experiences and really your encounters, um, you know, what have 
what has it been like, you know, since you have learned some ways to combat fear with faith? You know what? Um, one of the things that I've learned about fear is that we can, just like we can learn about how to, um, how we can learn to do certain things growing up, we can also learn how to fear. Mm. So growing up through my childhood, I was actually kind of taught how to fear. Um, there was a lot of faith because I did grow up in a Christian household, mm-hmm. but it was like a lot of talk. It was a lot of, of what we know what God could do, but there was really no action behind what we were saying God could wow. do, right? And so there was a lot of fear. There was a lot of not taking action. There was a lot of, again, that self-perceived threat about what we thought would mm-hmm. happen. And so therefore action was not taken. And so as I grew up and obviously let's say the first time that I got out onto my own, which was in mm-hmm. college, I realized that that fear was really, I didn't realize that it was as big of a deal as it was as maybe when I was a child in the house with my yeah. parents. And so there was just things that I didn't want to do. And I'm like, why, <laughs> right? Like, why is it so like, it's like, because some parts of the fear can actually paralyze yes. And so because of that, I just was like, oh my gosh, what's going on? Um, just to kind of fast forward that story. So in 2015, I had just got to the point of where fear had just really taken over my mm-hmm. life, where I actually just end up being in this state of depression and not even wanting to leave the house. So my whole life was go to mm-hmm. work, come home, you know, of course, eat, do whatever else. But that was go to work, come home, sleep and just repeat this cycle. I wasn't going after the things that I knew that God had called me to do. I wasn't going out and, you know, being the vessel that I was supposed to because I was allowing all of these things that were telling me why I shouldn't and why I couldn't to take Mm. over. Um, So with that being said, um, you know, and as some people say it, just one day, yeah. right? you're like, what do you mean just one day? But literally just one mm-hmm. day, um, I decided to um, start to take the actions that were needed in order for me to build this life that I knew that God had called me to. Because I always say like, God, I know that there is so much more to what's going yeah. on. And I need you to give me the tools. I need you to support me and do whatever it is that I, or, you know, download whatever it is, allow the Holy Spirit to minister to me, whatever it is, so I can get to this place. And so with that being said, it really came down to me having to address yeah. fear and really look it into the eyes and say, okay, what's going on? And so as I did that, um, I made some very positive strides in my life. Um, So at that time in 2015, I had not finished my Mm -hmm. degree. I was 150 pounds overweight Mm. um, or heavier. Should I say I was 150 pounds heavier. Um, I hadn't even went and got my credential for my, um, for education. And it was just like all of these little things that I had not done just because I was afraid and I was fearful. And it was like, well, the fear of what? fear of failure, fear of rejection. So all of these things were playing a part. But as I started to take action in one specific area of my life, I actually started to gain this momentum, right? And so I started to see the things that were actually being, um, you know, the things that I was telling myself in my head about why I couldn't and why I shouldn't. And those things started to be knocked down as I started to take action and I started to step out That's on good. faith. And so 
now as the progress that I've made over the years, um, you know, I've accomplished a lot. Um, now 150 pounds down, as now I'm a you know certified educator. Yes. Um, there's so many different things that I have done and I've accomplished, obviously being also a certified confidence coach, but just really deciding to, at the end of the day that no matter how mm-hmm. I feel, no matter what happens, no matter what fear is telling me, I'm going to stand up with God at mm-hmm. my side, right? And in me, I'm going to stand up and look fear in the face. And Come on, listen. <laughs> my gosh, you said so much. And I like, my therapy brain is going and I want to unpack it all. But but I of know course. that I can't. Um, but there is something that I want to go back to because before the, you know, the big bold statements about looking fear in the face, you started talking about being taught fear in childhood. Mm-hmm. And and I don't mm-hmm. know if we realize, you know, that that could happen, you know, <laughs> and sometimes we can take on um, some of the fear from our parents or, you know, from situations and things that happen um, when we were younger. But it was mm-hmm. one thing that you said, too, that I want to go back to, because you said there was a lot of talking and no action. What like what's an mm. example of that? So my parents, I love them. (laughs) If y'all listening, I love y'all, right? Um, But you know what? When I was, um, you know, growing up, there was a lot of talk about what God can do as far as stepping out onto what God has called you to do. So with my parents, um, as I mentioned, that they were very, you know, they were very... let me say they were very consistent with delivering the fact of the things that we needed to do to make sure that we were following God in faith. Mm -hmm. However, when they, when it came to them, they weren't necessarily taking those same precautions. Now, for example, um, my mom, she would always say, you know, God will provide for you. God will do this. He will do that. However, at the same time, she would sometimes be saying, okay, but I need to go work three jobs in order to make things happen. Right. Mm. And so it would be like, okay, you're saying one thing, but yet at the same time, I don't necessarily see you trusting him. Right. And so because of that, it's like, you're kind of operating or you are operating in this fear because you're saying, I don't know God, if you're going to come and handle what I need you to handle. So I'm going to go ahead and take things into my own hands. And I know like, because it's our parents, right. They do things and they are, you know, they're doing their best of course. And so it wasn't intentional, but not necessarily realizing what that translates back to us. Right. So then I always said, and as I've grown up to be even now still dealing with it is being a person where I sometimes feel like I have to just take things into my own hands. And so sometimes by when I take things into my own hands, it's about me making sure that I keep myself safe. So fear is really that thing that wants to keep us in this safe space, right? Or keep us stagnant. However, we also know that faith is going to be the thing that pushes us out there on the ledge, right? For us to step out. And so with that being said, not really realizing what what had been taught to me and then not noticing it until I got out of the house. Wow. 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 I'm telling you, that is really amazing. And I think that it relates to so many other um, podcast guests that I've had where, especially when you say, you know, I've learned to do things on my own. We learned that we need to be independent and handle Mm -hmm. some things, Mm -hmm. you know, you said so much about, you know, some things that you started to do in 2015 to really change this, you know, pattern of fear that you were living in. What practical techniques have been beneficial when addressing fear? 
So the first thing that I had to do, I'm a visual learner just because I'm an educator. So the first thing I had to do was really understand the process of fear. Um, So that was before I can even say, how am I going to fight this battle? What am I going to do with it? I had to understand how fear worked. And so um, with the process of fear, I had to understand that fear enters in our brains as into our mind as a thought idea or a suggestion. And Mm. so, um, and once the thought idea or suggestion enters into our minds, it then creates this emotional response. And then from the emotional response, we then act, right. We choose to not do something. We get fearful. We're not going to go there. We're not going to do what God said. Right. And so, um, one of the things that I learned was that the most important thing for this battle of fear was for me to address the, the thought, the idea, or the suggestion with the yeah. word of God, as soon as it entered in my mind. Come so I now. had to start to find scripture when things were telling me that I wasn't good enough, when things were telling me that I wasn't pretty enough, I wasn't skinny enough, whatever the case was, when those things came up with me or came up for me, the very th- first thing I had to do was address it with the word of God. What does God say about me? What does God That's say? Good. And even then, being okay with that, even if God doesn't necessarily say it, knowing that I am enough in him because he is in me. Come on, preach this. So with that, um, you know, that was obviously like the first thing that I started to do. But then as it started to be like kind of in the more like realistic in the reality of everything, um, I started to have an awareness of what fear looked like for me. Um, So I understood that, you know, I was a procrastinator. And so it was like, well, why am I putting things off and really starting to pay attention to the habits that fear can show up in at its root? And so with that being said, it was like procrastination, perfectionism, and really starting to have this awareness around me, right? Um, mm-hmm. So as I mentioned earlier, you know, I've lost weight. And so like with weight loss, the how do you start losing weight? You start having a greater awareness of what's going in your mouth, right? You start mm. to exercise more. And so the same thing works with your mind and with fear. And so I had to start to have this awareness of what am I allowing to take residence and take root into my mind? Yeah. And so that was the first thing that I had to do. And then I also had it to start um, taking action anyways. So when mm. fear told me I wasn't, I couldn't do it, I shouldn't do it, um, whatever the case may be, whatever the scenario was, I had to decide to say, I'm going to do this anyways, because mm. right now me going ahead and taking a step forward is a lot better than what I'm dealing with. Come on now, step on out there. <laughs> Either so, way, do it scared. <laughs> right, do it anyways, right? Do it afraid, do it fearful yes. anyways. And so that was a big thing for me because I said at, at this point, like it really couldn't get no worse. So it was like, <laughs> if this is like, if I mess up, like it's already, or at least it's feels like that right yeah Um, because a lot of times the situation's not even that bad right compared to Mm -hmm. others but it was just like you know what let me go ahead and take um take an action anyways and start to leap into the place of where I believe that God is calling me and as I started to do that not only did God start to show himself more there was also actual like physical manifestation of the things that I had been desiring for so long and um I remember when I got my college degree. So let me tell y'all this story really quick. Um, <laughs> so I remember going through on Instagram and I was looking at the um, my, my the school I was attending. They had had graduation. And so mm-hmm. for the longest time, 
time I was so fear, um, fearful about going back to school because I was like, you know, I didn't finish it in the first four years and blah, blah, blah. And all of these little scenarios that I had played out. So yeah. anyways, I ended up signing back to go back to school. And so I was on Instagram and I was watching, um, I was looking at the people on graduation day and I was like, you know what, that's going to be me. And Come so like, literally a year later, I was walking, you know, the stage and had got my degree. And the moment that I had literally got my degree, it was like, it was like such a surreal moment because that Mm. very thing that had been in my head for so long was now physically in my hands. And so with that being said, it was like, okay, this is why you have to take action anyways. Yeah, that is amazing. Oh my gosh. I have chills all through my body. Um, because you, you said so many things, but one of the things that really stood out was that when you made a move, God made a move. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. had to move first, right? Mm-hmm. He, he needed you. He needed to see you move. And, um, and then just that manifestation of what you had been, you know, holding on to for so long, right? Really in your mind to see it come to fruition. Yes. Woo! That was that is a good. Blessing. <laughs> and I want to add one other thing is to make sure that you get you a tribe. Um, and mm. that was another thing, a practical tip, because I mean, as we talk about this, this is all things fear. But when we mm-hmm. talk about fear, fear is planning these thoughts, as I mentioned already. But if yeah. you got a certain type of group around you who is like, if you saying fear is telling you, no, you can't do that. But then you got a group of people who's also saying, no, you can't do that. It's Mm. like that doesn't work together. So another thing was getting surrounding myself with people who really had this higher thinking, but just being positive, being rooted in, you know, God's word and just being able to uplift me. So the times that I did, um, you know, have these negative thoughts, the times that I was starting to kind of go down the rabbit hole in fear and that type of thing, I had them also to lean on, you know, and to support me through that. Yes, that's good. So you said a couple of things, combat it with the word of God. When you feel um, fear, you know, go to the word of God. What does the word of God say? Step out anyway, do it anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, And then have a tribe that really supports you. Yes. Yes. That's amazing. Now those are some practical tips. think this is a good time to take a break and just remind you that if you're listening to this podcast and you are loving what you hear to go over to Apple, go over to Spotify, go over to whatever podcast platform you're listening to right now and rate this podcast. Come on, y'all. I need some fives. I need five stars. So rate the podcast, put a review in, let me know what you're thinking because That is how this podcast will rise to the top. And I seek to be amongst the number one players. So please go ahead, rate, review, subscribe, and share. Thank you. So how has addressing fear, especially through biblical principles, increased your spiritual maturity? That's a great question. You know, for me, it has really been okay. It it has taught me to be okay with not knowing. 
Mm. and really being able to, as I mentioned a little earlier, but really being able to trust God and what he says. And so, um, as it says, and this has been the scripture that I stand on Jeremiah 29 and 11 for, I know the plans that Mm -hmm. I have for you. Um, and so being okay to say, God, I'm going to do this because number one, I'm doing this with a pure heart. Right. And so Mm. because I'm doing this with a pure heart, you have to honor your word and you have to carry me through these things. Right. My grace is sufficient. And so because of that, um, I had to you know, as far as spiritually, it was again, kind of what we talked about trying to take everything into my own hands and really realizing like, no, I don't like, I have somebody who is in me who has already taken care of everything from the beginning of time. And so why do I have to go ahead and even worry about these things? Right. He's already done that. So if anything, I would say the biggest thing is really learning how to trust. And Mm -hmm. obviously this is not something that I'm Um, it's perfect in all areas right it's something that I'm continuously building on um, and that that's another thing that I think is a little bit of a misconception is that fear is like once I master this it's done but it's like no it's going to show up in these different areas of life it's just that these tools that you learn you'll just be able to apply it a lot more effectively once it comes up in those specific areas absolutely I just mentioned that earlier um, in the episode where you know it's an ongoing thing like I'm always um, you know, combating fear, mm-hmm. you know, um, and it might be the first step of doing something. It could be the next step, you know, but I'm always combating. It's always something to, you know, just be praying about. Um, I love that you said that you, that your spiritual maturity, like has increased so much that you're okay with not knowing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's not most of us. Most of us want to know everything that's going to happen <laughs> next. <laughs> So, you know, I appreciate, uh, you know, that being a part of your spiritual maturity because, you know, (laughs) the rest of us still need work. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Wow. So, Natalia, in what area? I mean, gosh, your spiritual maturity has, like, skyrocketed over here, especially with fear. But, you know, in what area of your spirituality would you say that you have grown the most? It's really, I, what I would say I've grown the most in is really becoming a fighter. And Ooh. I say that God says, you know, put on the whole armor of God, right? And mm-hmm. if you allow fear, it'll like kind of like spiritually beat you up. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you let yeah. it. And so um, I know you've used the word before, but really becoming that spiritual gangster, right? Where <laughs> it's like, I'm going to, you know, it, it forces me kind of to have to find words, um, what, what the word of God says and, you know, use this against fear. So it's kind of put me, I wouldn't say my back against the wall because that's kind of the negative um, part to it, but it's really forced me to get closer to what does God say? And so yeah. that's caused me to have to study when things come into my mind and I'm just really lost. I'm like, okay, let me find word that lines up with this. Right. And so yeah. by doing that, it's really increased my knowledge and my awareness of what God says and really truly truly being able to be a witness to that the Bible addresses many if not all areas in one aspect in one shape way or form there's something that you will be able to find in scripture that will be able to support what you are going through and so just knowing that it is the resource in whatever you are going through in life yes I love that Man, I love that you said spiritual gangsta because (laughs) (laughs) 
you know we have chatted about this before where I literally feel like I am about to I'm about to put on my fatigues. I am going to war. This is warfare. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm in the in the middle of the hood and I'm ready. Like, come on. Like, mm-hmm. what you got, devil? What you got right. in me? Like, come on. Like, I'm so ready. Rocking back and forth. Um, it reminds me too of Sarah J's Roberts oftentimes because she gets in this place, you know, where she starts kind of just rocking back and forth. And that happens to me in prayer where I literally like, I'm imagining myself in straight up fatigues. Right, girl. That's how I see it. I see it. Ready. Like, come on, let's go. (laughs) I love it. Wow. Man. Well, you know, seasons change and shift. Um, And, you know, we're all always going through different seasons of our lives. What is one word that describes what God is teaching you in this season of your life? To continue to trust. Trust. Mm. Yeah, continue to trust me and what I have for you. Um, mm, know that good. I've carried you through A through you know A through G at this point, and I'm going to carry you through H through Z. And being okay with that and knowing that if I've carried you through this first part, why wouldn't I carry you through the rest? And so trust has really just been the thing um, because, as I mentioned, life does not get easier by no means. If anything, we just, as I said, we just become better equipped with the tools to fight and fight back. So, um, you know, as some of the mountains are getting a little bit, you know, higher and taller and wider, (laughs) um, you know, he's really just saying, you know, making sure that I remain grounded and rooted in him and keeping that trust in him. That's good. Wow. (laughs) As you were speaking, Mm -hmm. I literally started hearing the song by, uh, I think it's Todd Tribute in my head. If he did it before, he'll do it again. (laughs) Same God. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I love that. So when you continue to trust, right, he did it before, he'll do it again. Mm -hmm. Um, As, you know, as we laugh about it and at the same time, you know, because we, we found um, some joy in the process, right? But knowing that this is still hard for people mm-hmm. um, and understanding that, y'all, this thing is like ongoing. Mm-hmm. And so standing on his word, standing on what, um, you know, what he said and and knowing that if he's done it before, he'll do it again. So come on, play. Somebody put the um, cues <laughs> right now. <laughs> is there anything else you want to share with us just about fear, about faith, anything? Um, Just, you know, when I talk about, you know, as a confidence coach and I say, you know, and my biggest thing is to be I support women as a scale from fear to confidence. And it's really God fitness. Right. Um, But, Mm -hmm. you know, when we talk about confidence, it's really what faith is. It's about taking the action. And so really knowing, you know, as you are on this journey, you know, you're in this battle of fear, the real the way that you're going to be able to really be successful in this journey is really being able to find out who you are and being okay with it. And, um, you know, I like this quote, as it says, kind of trust, but trusting in your untried capacity, being able to trust in the parts that you have not necessarily allowed God to take residence in yet, you know, allowing certain things to take place for you and trusting in that those parts of you that you have not even allowed to tap into. And you're saying, I don't know if I should, I don't know if I will be able to trusting in those parts that God 
is going to carry you through um, and just being able to give yourself compassion. Um, it's not perfect, right? You still, like, yeah. I still fail sometimes with it. And, I, you know, I realize that I've allowed myself, as I mentioned earlier, to go down the rabbit hole sometimes. But even then saying, okay, I'm going to give myself compassion. I'm going to give myself grace because God is doing it. So why can't I do it for myself? Ooh, that's a whole word. That's a whole word. <laughs> My goodness. That's good. Wow. Man, um, how can people follow you? How can they, you know, stay in touch with you? Because listen, you have been dropping these gems the entire time. So <laughs> I want to make sure that my audience can connect with you. Of course. So I am on Instagram at Natalia McNeil. Um, I also have my website, which is nataliamcneil.com. And then you can also find me on Facebook at nataliamcneil20. All right. So that's amazing. So what we're going to do is we're going to put all of that in the show notes. So I'll put your Instagram, your Facebook, and your website there so people can contact you. Um, And, you know, in the event that I need some confidence coaching, you know, Go on over to the website. Yes. And don't forget, I have also my um, Fear to Confidence e-course, which we just um, actually had our first session uh, yesterday. Congratulations. So, uh, so, yeah. So if you are interested, you can also find that information on my website. Awesome. All right. Well, Natalia, this has been amazing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm so Thank excited. You. And um I just so appreciate you coming on. You are like the calmest person ever. <laughs> oh, wow. And um, and the way that you speak is just poised. And, you know, it doesn't sound like you've been through any fear at all because you're just ready to come back this thing. And so um, I just love the way that you speak about fear. And I love the fact that, you know, you are using your God-given gifts to help people overcome fear and to walk in confidence. And so, um, man, you are amazing. You are amazing. Well, thank you so much for having me. I truly appreciate it. And I pray that, um, you know, everything that was supposed to be heard, it will be heard and, you know, will not fall on deaf ears. Yes. Come on now. Well, you know what? This has been amazing. And we need to move on to application. Are y'all ready? All right. Y'all know what time it is? It's time for application. Listen, today we are going to try something new. Wasn't that good though? That interview. Yes, she was dropping gems. And it really helped us understand so many practical techniques. So I wanted to, you know, really talk about what God gave me. And um, and it really incorporates some of the things that she mentioned as it relates to replacing, you know, those things that you might be hearing, replacing those things that, you know, are coming up into your mind with the word of God and what God says. Okay. So. The first thing God gave me was really to have you directly address whatever it is that is causing you fear. So I want you to think, what has you paralyzed? What has you stuck? What mountain of fear are you standing on right now? What mountain of fear is standing in your way right now? Write it down. Put it at the top of the paper, put it in the middle, put it at the bottom. I don't, it doesn't matter. I want you to put it down on paper. Think about it. Whatever project it is that you have not started, 
whatever the next steps are that you have not taken, you know, that thought that has been stuck in your mind, whatever it is, I want you to write it down. Okay. Write it down because we're about to cancel that thing. Step number one, write it down, whatever that mountain of fear is. And it could be several things, write them all down, make a list if you need to. After you've written it down, I want you to go with me to Mark eleven twenty three. Mark eleven twenty three. If you have a, a real Bible, go dust that thing off, blow it, <laughs> pull it out. If you are using your phone, pull up Mark eleven twenty three. I am going to read the NIV version. But it does not matter which version you read. It does not matter which version you use because we are going to actually use this for application. The NIV version reads, truly, I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that what they say will happen it will be done for them. Okay, that is what the scripture reads, the NIV version. We are going to replace the word mountain with your fear. So for Natalia, in her case, right, it was weight loss. So, or getting her degree, right? It was a few things. So I want you to replace, to replace the word mountain with that fear. And then I want you to make this scripture personable. This is more than about saying if anyone or, you know, there. No, this is about you. So I'm going to read it just with weight loss in there, for example. Truly, I tell you, if I say to this weight loss, go throw yourself into the sea and do not doubt in my heart, but believe that what I say will happen, it will be done for me. Do you see how I made that personal? I want you to take whatever those fears are and insert them into this scripture, replace mountain with those fears and make this scripture personable. If I say to this, the, to this mountain, if I say to this debt, if I say to this fear of starting something, if I say to taking a test, if I say, so it's whatever you say, I want you to go get that thing and remove it. So one, write the fear down. And two, I want you to replace mountain with that fear and make Mark. 1123 personable say as much as you need to right and then of course I want you to pray about that thing whatever it is and as you're praying use the three r's so recognize it God I am fearful of insert your fears I am fearful of I call out the spirit of fear I call out fear from my life. I remove fear of, I rebuke fear of, 
I annihilate, I break, I cut ties with any of those things and I replace it with faith. I replace it with faith. I replace it with the sound mind. I replace it with confidence. I replace it with overcoming. So use those R's, recognize it, remove it, replace it. I know that I've given you a lot of steps for application, but fear is so big that we have to use several methods to combat it. I want you to start speaking to those mountains of fear in your life. They must go. I want you to cast them back into the seas where they belong because God has not given them to you. And so they must go. Okay. This is one of the times where I get like, I'm ready for war because that is how we have to treat this thing. Like it is the enemy trying to steal everything that belongs to us. And if somebody came to your door right now, especially that looked weaker than you and they tried to come in and try to steal your stuff, you are going to defend yourself. It's the same thing with fear. Fear is weaker than you because you serve a God. You serve the son of God. You serve the blood of Jesus. And so because of that, you are bigger than fear. Your faith is bigger than fear. Okay. Go get them. Let's do this. And feel free if you want to reach out. If you want to tell me about some fears, if you want to talk some things through, if you want to share what fears you may have written down or things that you might be trying to overcome right now, send me a message at the Dr. Moore on Instagram, T-H-E-D-R-M-O-O-R-E, or shoot me an email, Moore at gmail.com. It's time, y'all. We got to address fear now. So just as we end every episode, I just want to end with a word of prayer. God, I thank you for this episode. God, I thank you right now, God, that you're omniscient, God. God, you are all knowing. You know all the fears that we have. You know all the thoughts that we have, oh God. You know everything that we are processing right now. God, we thank you right now, oh God, for being omnipresent, God. We thank you right now that you're with each of us, everybody who is listening to this podcast. God, I thank you for being omnipotent, God. God, that your power reigns in us and through us and around us, oh God. And so I thank you right now, God, that your power begins to rise up in us right now in the name of Jesus. God, I cancel any assignment of fear on the lives of everybody who is listening to the sound of my voice. I cancel anything that is trying to come against them right now in the name of Jesus. I cancel anything, oh God, that is making them think that they are not good enough, that they are not worthy enough. I cancel anything right now that might be trying to cause them, oh God, to feel like they can't move forward. I cancel anything right now in the name of Jesus that is causing them to have the spirit of fear on their lives. God, I remove it. I rebuke it. And I call out fear right now. I ask that fear be ye removed. You must go. You have no place here. You cannot stay. We have not asked you to come and you must go now. We call you right now out, 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 
out. You must go fear. Lord, we thank you right now for just replacing that fear, oh God, with a sound mind, oh God. We thank you right now, oh God, for replacing that fear, oh God, with your power, with your word, with faith, oh God, with the authority, God, because you have granted us, oh God, the authority and the power already. God, we thank you now that your blood, we thank you right now for the blood, for the blood of Jesus, oh God, that can wash away anything, oh God. And we thank you now, oh God, that as we begin to, to conjure up, oh God, the fears that we've had, oh God, the things that we've learned, oh God, the things that we're learning to deal with right now, oh God, that even as we begin to write them down, even as we begin to replace things in the scriptures, oh God, Lord, that we can move back mountains, that our power reigns, oh God, and that we stand tall and boldly in confidence, oh God, that we walk like we are a mighty army, oh God, that the words that come out of our mouths, oh God, go out like marching orders, like soldiers with marching orders. Lord, we thank you now, oh God, for minimizing for decreasing, for eliminating fear in our lives. And every time it tries to creep up, oh God, we thank you right now for the enemy being pushed back, oh God, and the power creeping up even stronger. Lord, it will not take anything from us, oh God. We have, we shall have what we say because you have already given it to us, oh God. And so God, we thank you now for being who you are. We thank you right now, oh God, for being the army for us, oh God. Father, you are Jehovah Nisi. You are our banner. Oh God, God, you are Abba. You are our father. Oh God, God, you are El Shaddai. You are almighty. God, you are the Lord of hosts. You are that mighty army. God, that is fighting for us and with us. Oh God. And so God, we thank you now. Oh God, for everything that we're about to face head on. We thank you right now for pushing back fear like it's a mountain oh god we throw it out into the seas we minimize it and get rid of it right now in the name of jesus and god we thank you for the peace we thank you for being jehovah shalom we thank you for replacing that fear oh god with just the peace oh god that surpasses all understandings we thank you right now oh god that things are literally leveling out for us working together for our good in the name of jesus i pray amen Thank you again for tuning in. I am so excited about what God is doing in the lives of everyone connected to me. Thank you because it's because of you that this podcast is prospering. And so I appreciate you joining the journey with me. Feel free to hit subscribe, hit subscribe. I want you to know when the new episodes are coming out every Sunday at 2 p.m., Feel free to follow me at the Dr. Moore on Instagram. That's at T-H-E-D-R-M-O-O-R-E. And also, of course, you can feel free to send me an email at drlatanyamore at gmail.com. That's D-R-L-A-T-A-N-Y-A-M-O-O-R-E at gmail.com. If you are a faith-based entrepreneur and you want to partner Send me a message. I'd love to connect with you because listen, this is about to be epic.